This season of Good is sponsored by Good Treatments. Good Treatments is a highly curated shop of pre-made treatment designs for commercials, music videos, features, and branded content. We've all spent sleepless nights writing our treatments, only to have to start from scratch on the design. With Good Treatments, you have the look of a custom design without the cost or time. With drag and drop tools, you simply replace your images, copy and paste your text, and you're good to go. For our good listeners, we're giving away a coupon code for 20% off your next purchase. Simply use code GOOD20 at checkout. See all the treatment designs at goodtreatments.space. Dude, when we were... Can I just say something? I missed you. Please. Yeah, dude. I missed you too. It's been at least... It's been more than 24 hours. More than 24 hours. It's obviously too long. Um... Let's just, uh, let me just tell the listeners that I was waiting. Are you drinking a Yingling? I wish. No, I'm drinking a Zevia. (laughs) You're out of of Zevia? I love Zevia. They're so good. It's like very flavory water. Some people think it it tastes like medicine, but I love it. Um, That's the grape one, huh? This is the, the grape one maybe tastes a little bit like medicine. This is like the Dr. Pepper one. Oh. I'm not a huge DP fan in general. Oh, can't believe you said that. Honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm that not was like the first I... thing that Christian Stropko and I connected on was loving saltines and Dr Pepper. Wow, I mean, if let me just say this: if you give me uh, a Dr Pepper, or if I come into your house and you're like, "Do you want a soda?" and you're like, "All I have is Dr Pepper." I'll drink a Dr. Pepper. It's not like a... Are you going to be like, oh, good, like, great. Or is it going to be like, oh, like, kind of, like, disappointed? No, like, on the... I'll drink it. Yeah. But if you put... if you Like, say if I, I went have... to your house and all you had was Mountain Dew, I'd be like, uh... <laughs> is that all you have? Yeah. But if you, if you said, hey, do you want a soda? I have Dr. Pepper and Coke or, uh, Sevia. I would, I would be... <laughs> more likely to drink something else. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Nothing yeah. against Dr. Pepper. It's just not my first choice. Oh, by the way, Katie sent me... Oh, you're going to love this. I'm actually annoyed I'm not in this picture. Katie sent me a um, some cute Nashville photos of our epic Katie, hangout. Katie Lambert. Lambert. Yeah. Oh, Look she got this these, one. Uh, you guys. Developed. Yeah. Dude, the night didn't get interesting until I put on her jacket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The night was going okay. Yeah. And then as soon as I, what is, what even is that? Leopard print? Yeah. yeah. It's like a leopard print. I did find. Dude, I really I mean, appreciated Katie's like entire leopard look that night. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Not very many people can pull that off. You know. I will say the first time I met Martha, which was in Kansas City. Uh, so Katie and Martha run this company called Mister Mister. Also used to work at, at Stink, and for a while. So I did a pro when I I did that um, queer eye thing in Kansas City. You know, like the right. dude. I've been it's crushing queer eye for dude, the last it's, three weeks. Oh my gosh, it's been the the new the new seasons super good. Is that um, the Tokyo one? No, no, they just released a new one from, that they did in Austin. Oh right, that's the one I've been watching. Okay, yeah. Um, but when I first met Martha, um, she just had like these leopard cheetah print yeah. pants that she wore every day. 
unwashed and just didn't wash them or anything i don't know you have to ask her i guess but uh <laughs> it was just like just such a casual like statement that it was like i'm just gonna wear these cheetah pants right and i was like i like it is too. that do you feel like that's a uk thing or is that just like uh, you know? good question well i, I mean it seems to run it I'm seems down like with it either way by the way yeah i mean that is funny it is funny katie katie's in nashville and she's like i think i should wear cheetah print and then martha's in kansas city and she's like, I think I should wear a cheetah print. I don't know if they think that's like people in the States love <laughs> animal print. I mean, for the record, I do. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a UK thing. I think I'll, if, I'll, I'll ask them. Yeah, I think Americans in general love bold ideas, right? Yeah. Things that are just in your face. Yeah. We got fake boobs, fake butts. A lot of just like fake butts, dude. Like fake calf implants, I feel like is where it's just. You I mean, it's all line. too much, but I, yeah, that feels like a that feels like over the line for me, dude. Fake. What, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's maybe not my place to talk about body modification, I guess, but. Fake no, I just think like it's like it there. feels like when you're like replacing like kind of muscles. That feels like weird to right. me, right? Especially in in not to be sexist, but I guess when guys do it, being sexist more towards guys, I guess. But like when guys yeah. get sort of like implants in their calves or like yeah, whatever. I just don't know if we can be friends. Yeah, know? I think that's a stance you can take. I mean, but I, uh, this is coming from a guy with like ridiculously good calves, you know? Right, right, so, right, like, right. You are lucky in the, yeah. that area for do, sure. How, do we share sort of, is this another thing that we I've have? got pretty good, pretty good thighs. You got, you have, <laughs> yeah, dude, I wish I could. Is you hear me slapping them when I said that? Yeah, you went. I wish there was a way. Hold on. Maybe I could show you. Let me see if I can get up here. Are you going to be flexing or just or is this natural state? This is just natural, but like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe describe what's going on. But just look at this definition. You see that? That's pretty fantastic, honestly. Do you see that? Yeah, that looks great. <laughs> I mean, not to brag or anything, but. No, that that's that's without doing anything. That's just me being me, baby. Wow. Yeah. Lucky. Yeah, real lucky. Um I just warm I just wore myself out. <laughs> you okay? Is that why you're breathing Get heavy? Get another chair. <laughs> Dude, you need to hydrate. You need some diet Dr. Pepper real quick. I've been drinking too much decaf cold brew. Have I talked to you about my not my no decaf situation? I mean, no uh, caffeine situation. No, that sounds rough. Oh, I love that you just took a screenshot of that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I've been off caffeine for the last uh, let's say five months. Damn, five months. That's yeah. great. I don't drink coffee, but I'll drink caffeine. 
Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you, if you do ever go to Starbucks and get like a, anything? A chai. Yeah. Uh, I'll, right, I'll, right, do right. Like a, I'll do a chai here and there. I usually, I, I, I was doing like, I'd make my own like kind of ice chai every morning. Yeah. I do that. I do that. I would say half the time. Yeah. Dude, the game changer, if I'm honest, is we just got this like brand new milk frother. Ooh, that sounds That nice. does like, it does hot frothing, but it also does cold frothing. I really wish <laughs> when you said frothing, I was <laughs> just laughing because I wish you were talking about frosting, but you just couldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like I was Mike Tyson or something. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I can't tell you how much my wife was dying when we were playing Animal Crossing last night. <laughs> she was losing her mind. That's <laughs> like us meeting up. I think the thing with us. <laughs> Whenever we would just like run in circles, yeah. <laughs> we were excited because <laughs> we weren't talking on the phone or anything. No, no. We the didn't. only way we could communicate is just by running in circles when we were excited. Yeah, I was good though. Like right, I figured out how to do like, the little emotes. Like right when yeah. you came out of the dressing room, when you were like tried something new on, and I was just sitting there like clapping. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, also today, I'm assuming it's not snowing where you are, but dude, it's been like a full-on snow day here today. Really? No, it's yeah. been hella cold, but we were supposed to get some flurries in Louisiana, but... No, yeah, it's been like, it was icy when we woke up with like a little bit of snow mixed in, but dude, it's it's been snowing for the past two hours. It's supposed to snow for another three. Like, is like, it sti- like it's sticking in everything? fluffy snow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Dude, that makes me so jealous. I remember the one time, maybe when I was like 12 or something, we woke up on Christmas morning in Louisiana and there was snow on the ground. That's Like once in a hundred year sort of snow on Christmas day. It was magical. Well, it's funny because um, I was just having this conversation with someone else who's lived here in Charlotte forever. And we were just talking about how there hasn't been a snow day in, in forever. Yeah. Last week. I mean, Charlotte also probably went. shuts down, right? Like when you uh, guys Yeah, I mean, to some extent, sure. I mean, it, it's probably been three years since we've had like a real like snow, snow like event, like where it's sticks and is like kind of around for a few days. Um, so yeah, it's not like we're like uh, old snow vets that like know how to do anything in the snow. Yeah. It's like nobody drives anywhere. You just stay home, and right? Whatever. So, anyway, not as bad so as Austin, though. It's huh? been fun. Not as bad as Austin. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's been really nice. We I watched. Uh, uh, I made the girls watch um, White Fang today yeah. with Ethan Hawke. Yeah. You um, made them watch it. That's funny. Well, I was like, we're gonna watch a movie, and I'm gonna pick it out because they just not because I I'm trying to be controlling. It's probably part of it, but like, uh, 
they just argue, you know? Right. It's like, we're going to watch, and then one person's like a dissenter, and they're like, I don't want to watch it. And then, oh, so I'm, every once in a while, I'm like, I'm going to pick it out, and we're going to watch it. No, like, discussion. It was fine. It wasn't as good as I remember it being. Did, do your kids have a, like, like where they watch other people play with toys, sort of? Oh, yeah. Thing? Big time. On YouTube, yeah. Yeah. What is that? That's a new thing. Like, that's in the last five, six Is it years. that different from, like, us listening to other people have conversations? I mean, good point. But it's, to me, yeah, you're probably right. And I think it's, <laughs> like, the, the, like, proxy, like, like... You know, all these, all these like, kids have all these toys that our kids don't have or whatever, you know? And it's like you can kind of play by proxy with these toys. That's true. I mean, I'm I not saying it's yeah. not weird. It is, it is weird, and it was an, an adjustment. Um, but, yeah. I, my kids are kind of phasing out of that a little bit. They will watch people because they play a game called Roblox, which is kind yeah, of like yeah. Minecraft but not. Um. And they love watching like other people play Roblox. Roblox. Are they? Yeah. Are they playing Squid Games on Roblox? Yeah. Isn't that such a weird? I mean, you did you? Ever I mean, see? no, no. I mean, are they playing it? No, but like, did they like kind of come in contact and ask me what Squid Games is? Right. Yes. Are they? Con- are, are? Am I like allowing them to play? Like, no, not not really. But I think that they did before they really knew what it was and kind of had to have a conversation but um yeah it's yeah did you uh, it is weird man it is you weird watch kind of like, games? i did i did actually uh pretty neutral on it i thought it was like totally fine yeah it's one of those things where i'm like i don't know if i understand it being like a cultural phenomenon but i thought it was cool and i enjoyed watching it yeah i think it was uh yeah it wasn't even like it, it wasn't even like it came out and everybody was like, it's so good, you have to see it. Like, that wasn't really what was being said. It was that's almost just like... That's true, yeah. It was like, how did they craft sort of a phenomena of just branding? Because that's all it was, was like... It was like branding. Like, it was just yeah. everywhere all at the same time. I don't know. It was really fascinating to watch because, like... I mean, it was good. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like... Um, I don't know some like some I don't like if they come up with new squid games like seasons or whatever like I'm not going to be like running to go see it like a succession or something but right uh was very interesting to watch in terms of like how this thing became a phenomenon I mean I think I have some theories but I think it comes down to people love violence and games and right and like yeah this weird it definitely feels like, like you know what's always kind of hard is like when you watch something like Survivor. I don't know if you watched that yes. forever. I kind of grew up with Survivor, but like Dude, me all too. those, yeah, big time. I think anybody our age probably like was watching that with their parents and yes. siblings and stuff, and it was like kind of like a thing. And that's why it's special. I feel like, but I feel like all those reality games they have to like craft so much drama that isn't really there and you can always yep. kind of feel that that I think with something like Squid Games where it's like actually life or death it feels like you're watching a reality show on some level um, 
And then I think, like, kind of the catharsis of, like, that first episode. Not to, like, I mean, whatever. You've had time to watch it. No spoilers. Um, <laughs> you could spoil it. Yeah. Like, when you start to see people get, like, blown away in that first episode. Yeah. It is, like, this this primal thing of, like, holy shit, the stakes are so high all of a sudden. That it's, like, I do think it scratches that itch a little bit. That, like, reality TV, like, kind of wants to wants give you to but be. can't. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a very that's good my, point. It's my little theory. <clears throat> Dude, there was this, uh, let me look this up. You're not going to believe this, but um, <clears throat> this is on Dazed, by the way. Okay. Uh, new Russian reality show. Uh, it's called Game 2 Winter. Okay. New Russian reality show to allow murder and rape. What? Game 2 Winter has been described as... Game 2 Winter has been described as the ultimate nine-month <clears throat> Siberian survival test. This is, I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out this. I read this somewhere. I think it was on Days, but can't help uh, but feel bad for reality TV producers. What ideas can possibly be left? <laughs> uh, we've, okay, seen, here's, we've seen sperm racing. We've seen vanilla ice go Amish. And we've seen wow. adopted children. Guess the identity of their biological fathers for money. This is interesting. But, um. I don't know about any of that. Yeah, it says Hunger Games style series that encourages fighting, alcohol, murder, and rape. I love that they snuck alcohol in there. Like, it's. Mm. (laughs) Equal playing field. Yeah, equal playing field as murder and rape. Uh, Jeez Louise, though, huh? And how specific is that? Like, it encourages murder and rape? I'd love to know how it goes about doing that. Yeah, that's awful. I will not be watching that. I will not. Yeah, I feel like this should get boycotted immediately, or just this, this couldn't this couldn't couldn't have been shot already. Otherwise, there'd be some sort of. Did you ever see the hunt? No. It's not even worth talking about, really. Didn't. I? But it's kind of a similar thing, like where there's, it's like a it's. It's like, you know, did you read that growing up, like, the most dangerous game? Um, Which is kind of like a rich guy kind of basically, like, it's like it's basically like. Where he's on an island game, and he's like. And yeah, he, like, yeah. invites yeah, yeah. people. I don't remember exactly how it all goes, but, yeah, basically he's, he's like, hunting people um, yeah. instead of animals or something. I think I actually read it after I watched Zodiac, which is funny, but. Mm. What was I going to say? Dude, I, I did, I mean, just a couple of months, maybe like two months ago, I went and rewatched Hunger Games, and I don't know why. It was before Squid Games and all that stuff. Why would like, you do that? Um, <laughs> dude, I get on these little, like, I have these little ticks. Like, yesterday, last night, I was like, you know what I really want to watch? I really want to watch Some of All Fears with Ben Affleck. Mm, interesting. I don't know why. And I'm watching it. And I'm was like, it good? Not really, no. Yeah. I don't, like some of all fears. Who directed it? I don't know. Because it looked like a Michael. It kind of played like a Michael Bay movie. Uh, Phil Alden Robinson. Um, Field of Dreams. Sneakers. Some of all fears. Weird. 
Wow. Um, I feel like dreams. But yeah, I mean, I I fell asleep and I and I literally woke up this morning. I was like, ah, oh, I gotta finish that, and I finished it this morning. <laughs> I just get in these I weird. Get the, I do ticks, get that. I do know? get that. Yeah, yeah. Um, how many guesses would it have taken you to be like, okay, the director of Some of All Fears has done one other kind of famous movie? It would <laughs> maybe how long would it take you to get to Field of Dreams? <laughs> it would be like number seventy-five when I'm like really frustrated and I'm like, "This is a trick question," and now I'm gonna just go off the wall. And that may have been my guess in some seventy-five. Weird... That's not so bad. I mean, there's a seventy-five other movies that would have come before that, and I would right. Be, so seventy-six. I'd say that, and I'd be like, "Are you kidding me? I haven't gotten it by." <laughs> Like, yeah. think broader, think more family friendly. But dude, it, I mean, uh, when I watched it again, I was like, it had the same sort of feeling as Twister, you know? Or yeah. like, dude, I lo- that era. Yeah, that's that's. I got really, um, yeah, in February when I was like watching a ton of movies by myself. Um, I watched a lot of Cronenberg, and I was just really. Anything that fell within like the ninety five to two thousand, yeah, time period. I mean, I was watching stuff that was outside of that, but that was kind of like, dude, anything in that in that zone, just has such a look to it. Yeah, like like even like, uh, and you know, I, I might be kind of off on the years a little bit, but let's just say nineties, right? Like, The Fugitive, Fugitive, U.S. Marshal, dude, uh, Daybreak, Daybreak, anything with. Uh, What's that, guys? Oh, shit, I forget. Um, uh, the main character in Jurassic Park, what's his name? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That actor. He was in an amazing horror movie called Into the Mouth of Madness. Is that what it is? Um, it's uh, Sam Neill. Sam Neill. I knew it was something Neil. And Jeff Goldblum. Can't leave him out. And Jeff, yeah. Uh, but anything in that era, it's because it's like such quality and it's like contemporary enough that it feels like. I think I think it's probably just like the t- the how old we were when those movies, were, those kinds of movies, were coming out. Yeah. But like, there's such like an aesthetic to it that's so comforting. I just love it. <laughs> well, dude, like, think. I mean, really, realistically, like the movies that like. That generation, or like uh, how old we are, we were when back then, like uh, 10, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, right? Yeah, yeah. The movies that are coming out now for those, that generation is like Marvel. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Which I like, don't mean to, I don't mean to be like that. I know you're not exasperating, like sad that it's, but whatever. It was a different era of like, if we just, I think we just got lucky. Yeah. That the movies that were coming out at that time were like movies that were not, or are not remakes of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They're not like, like I watch, I watch, I'm going to read off a few that I watched. I watched the firm. You ever seen the firm? No, it's not great, but it's like, it's 93 Tom Cruise. Uh, it's just that it's like quintessential, like that time period. Yeah. Uh, I watched Casino. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I watched Shawshank Redemption. I Ugh. watched the. I watched the game. This is all like pretty much in a row. Uh, 
I watched Fincher's the game. Or is that what, the, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, Fincher's the uh, game. I've never seen movie. it before until last year. Um, it's kind of a weird Fincher. He's definitely in there, but you're like, this is a little bit more sleek. Have you, you know? seen it? Yeah. How'd you feel about it? Um, I mean, it's not my favorite Fincher for sure. Yeah. But it's definitely like you could see where he's going, you know. I mean, yeah. it wasn't just a couple of years later that he made Seven, you know, which is crazy. <laughs> see, see if I can see what I, this is why this is what we were talking about the other day, just about like um, first reactions to it. This is why I like doing that because now I can look back and be like, on Letterbox, you mean? Yeah. yeah, I said spectacularly silly and twisted and kind of stupid. The game? Yeah. Where it's like <laughs> positive, but I think at the end of it, it's like. Why did I watch that? <laughs> Why was that movie made? Just Especially like a the joke. ending is so like. Did you ever see like uh, the Rover? No. With Guy Pierce. No. The Rover. It. Wait, I like. I, I love those guys a lot. That's all like. Oh, Blue dude, with the guys, Robert David Michaud, I think. Yeah. Um, for, they're all like all, very Australian. I like a lot of kind of that group, a lot of their films. But uh, and I didn't dislike the movie, but it just felt like kind of a big practical joke. Like by yeah. the end of the film, where you're kind of like, uh, it was like just kind of a punchline. You know? <laughs> That's how I felt about the game too, a little bit. Where I was like, I did like enjoy it, and I felt like I kind of went on a ride. But then it's also kind of like the ending kind of just undermines the entire thing. I don't know. Anyway. Um, uh, Into the Mouth of Madness, though, is for real. You should watch, you should put that on. Like, I don't know if you watch horror movies, just like whenever you like. Not in my free time, no. It, no, yeah, it's an interesting one. I'll sure. rewatch some some sort of like ones that I I think are like classics. Sometimes one that feels like uh, it was made earlier. I rewatched History of Violence at the, at the beginning of the year. It came out in two thousand five, but that feels like. It feels like one of those like late '90s movies. Yeah. To me. Um, or, or dude, I was trying to figure out if I was gonna. I, I did. I did the Sundance like virtual pass last year, and it was really fun. Um, I think it's way more expensive this year, honestly. Really? Yeah. It's just all online. Like it was just you could just it stream. Is, it, it, yeah. What they kind of designed it that way, um, pretty early on for last year. And then they were going to do it like in person this year and have an online element. And then they decided to go all online again this year. I wonder why um, that is. I mean, I know why, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it was just, yeah, obviously like safety and stuff. So uh, I was really contemplating doing it, but I decided that. I How much is it? Spend on that. Well, I think for like a full festival pass, it's like $700. It's like right, right on the. I mean, you would spend way more going to the festival. I think though, sure. I spent like three hundred dollars on the fest, festival pass last year. I, if you know, I'd love, to, I'd love to hear. I, I think it was cheaper last year. Is the thing. Um, let me, let me. I'm gonna look right here and just see. Have you ever submitted anything to Sundance? Yeah, uh, I mean, just like maybe, maybe, maybe one or two shorts. Knowing that they weren't gonna get it, yeah. Okay, there's an award winners package, which is kind of sick. It's three hundred bucks, and online access to eight award winning feature film screenings during the awards weekend, which is the 29th to thirtieth. Um, 
Which that's not a bad. That that sounds like doable maybe. Yeah, that's not bad. Two days of movie, uh, eight movies for three hundred bucks. That's not insane, right? I don't know. I mean, you'd have to be a a film fan for sure. Like it wouldn't just be. I wouldn't. Well, I'm talking about for us. Like, would you yeah, do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, especially if it's not like because you know I definitely saw some. I probably watched about thirteen or fourteen movies last last time. And there are definitely some busts in there. So I'm like, if it's the award winners and you kind of know they're going to be like at a certain level, um, that's kind of the fun part of, of doing it online too, though, is like the gamble. Yeah, I do. I think if it was like a thing, I'll do anything if it's like an event, right? Like if me and three other people are like getting to getting together to like watch a bunch of movies. Dude, you should just that. come. You should just come to Charlotte for two days. Yeah, you should come to New Orleans for a day. <laughs> That's true. You've been to my house a few times. I've, You've never I've been to my house. never been to your house. That's Dude, actually it would, insane. We, it would be so much fun, and I don't know why you never come. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Dude we'd, we'd go get coffee in the morning. We'd go but get a chai I'm in the morning. caffeinated. Yeah. We'd go freaking walk on the levee. We'd take the ferry over to the French Quarter, go see something at the Britannia. I feel like that needs to happen. Uh, that definitely needs to happen and not to change the subject too much, but you and RH need to come here because I'm, I drove up to Asheville to go hang out with my brother and his family a few weeks ago and dude, kind of like, I always knew that like kind of that, that area was amazing, but I know we've kind of been back and forth on like where to shoot yeah, my movie and I like, I was driving through there. Because it's the movie itself is like not super area specific, which is kind of helpful and also kind of frustrating. Because sure. trying to nail down where we should shoot it is kind of difficult. Well, um, dude, I think this. But you like guys should come down, and we should just go drive up there for like a day or two. Up in the that mountains, would be really fun. Yeah. Um. Oh, I ha- I have some some news on that from Wilson if you want to hear it later always um yeah dude we got neutral be, positive negative neutral right really positive oh sick he uh he has some things that he wants <laughs> that's fine <laughs> we're like fine. sure we're all about but I think dude when you, when you go into a movie it's hard not to see a location but I will say like just like you, you were mentioning yesterday with like PTA sort of shooting. We were talking about him shooting in Barbara Streisand's house or whatever. Right. And right, it was right, just yeah. like, you know, a big old trick. I think the locations is one of those things. It's like has to be in the realm of – it's obviously nice to like go into a space and like go to a town and like kind of take over a little bit. Yeah. But, dude, it's, it's pretty strange how um, – how many movies are shot here in New Orleans? Not not saying you should shoot here in New Orleans, but how many people come to New Orleans to shoot other towns? It, yeah. It's so weird. They'll shoot New York here. They'll shoot L.A. So here. So strange, right. They'll shoot a bunch of different places here, and I'm like, they're just doing tricks, man. But Because literally, because the infrastructure is here, it's yeah. cheap to make movies here. Housing is cheap. Yeah. Like, the, the tax incentive is, is crazy right now. You know, yeah. Um, 
dude, like Fincher's Fincher's right across the river right now at Second Line Studio. And I was over there the other day. The second line is that where we had, ta- where we had talked about shooting. Yeah, that would have been the yeah. only place that you could have done Muse with the yeah. space that you guys. I think it would have been too big for what you guys needed. Did you? Okay, can I ask you a question? When you watched it, did it? How did? It's so hard because I was there, obviously shooting it, and I know like how small that studio space was. Not that it was that small, but I, I'm saying like I know like the actual. Size. Yeah. Did it feel big? Yeah. Or did it feel small? Yeah, that's so funny because it really was not that big. Well, I think the way that you – and I don't know how you – I mean, obviously, you guys built that, like, tunnel, spacey, like, looking tunnel thing. Yeah, yeah. And then the ramp that you guys used, did you, like, VFX that? Was that actually It was that much big? smaller. And they just kind of – In real life. And then we just – yeah, we we extended it. That's what – those little things are, are things that help for sure. That's one of those things that was like uh, Paul O'Neill, who was the editor. He was like, "We should do this," and I was like, "Okay." Like I didn't ever even thought of it. That's funny. It was never even like sick. That's amazing. It was just kind of like, "Oh, why? Sure, why not? Let's try it. Why not?" And then I think like, (laughs) yeah. And then the effect of it was like super helpful to like make that space feel bigger. But that's like one of those things that. Which we can really, we don't have to dig into this right now. This could be a whole other episode, but me not editing this was yeah. an experience. Yeah. You want to touch on it? And not, not a bad experience at all. It was super positive working with Paul. He's such a good editor. But I think just the um, nature of like not being able to nudge a frame here or a frame there, or, you know how it is. Just like the tactile nature of having your hands on every frame. Yeah. Did you still different. do any of that? Yeah, there was a little bit. Like we traded. I think I I took the project from him like twice, where I would be like, "Let me do a pass," then hand it back to him. Only thing was, he was on Avid. Gross. So going back and forth, uh, <laughs> back and forth was like XML really messy, stuff. really messy. Yeah, EDLs and XMLs and AAFs, AFF. I don't know. Um, it was really messy. So I think he was kind of like, okay, I think we're done doing this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, but th- those little things where I'm like, um, I wouldn't have thought of that. I probably wouldn't have thought to even ask for that. But that's, that's again, one of those things like where it's like it comes from the editor and it's kind of like not my ask and it feels like, okay, we'll yeah. do it. I don't know. Not that like my me asking for it would be, I don't know, like less important, but it just kind of feels like I've already asked for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, um, dude. I, let me let me. I know we're we're going to talk to to uh, Savas in the, in the morning, but he he was the um, producer on this with me, and it's so funny. the pr- The word producer is just so funny. Uh, it means so many things, um, but he was like the guy like on the ground with me. Every morning we'd like wake up, go to the production office and just like yeah. hammer this thing to death. Um, and what I loved about him, so many things, but one specific thing was like, you know, like when you're directing and you have those kind of intuitions or those little like nudges in your brain, they're like, oh, I like, would <laughs> like it if it wasn't that shiny. <laughs> Or like, uh, I don't know. I think that's like a little too big or like whatever it is, you know, but like things that like, you're kind of like, I don't 
think I feel the need to voice that. And then I would think those things, and Sav would lean, lean over and be like, is that too shiny? Yeah. And I'd be like, it is. And he'd be like, okay, I'll take care of it. Like that kind of stuff, you know, where it's like, on most other productions, I feel like I've kind of been like, that would be kind of extra for me to say anything about that. Yeah. And he was had such attention to detail. Where do you think and that I'll, comes from? Like, where is he? Is he a director in some? He's way? a director too. Yeah, he's a filmmaker as well. Um, which I, I mean, the filmmaker. We're all filmmakers, but he, yeah, he he definitely like directs as well. And I think that was I've always kind of not liked that in some ways. Like when I when I work with the DP who's also a director, sometimes that can not all the time, but sometimes that can be like a little. I don't know. Whatever. Like. The word would not be like intimidating, but kind of like, what are they? What's in their mind right now that they're not saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, well, who, and who's? I, and, I mean, the question is always like, whose film are you making? You know, like right. when you, especially when it comes to like different personality types. Like, dude, I remember being, like, probably the first time I ever had a like a good DP on a project or something when I was younger. I probably yeah. just got a little steamrolled, you know. <laughs> for yeah. sure yeah yeah or i was just yeah. so excited that like other people were working on shit that i was like yeah you can do anything you want you know <laughs> yeah um but so there's always kind of been that like slight stigma and i definitely have, have worked with plenty of of people who kind of are also directors and it's been completely positive um but there is always like that little like nugget yeah in the back of my mind where i'm like are they judging every decision that i'm making yeah which is just like total like uh insecurity on my part but it was interesting with with sav because um it was always so positive it was just like another brain that i like innately trusted that was like looking out for everything you know it was and it was often like we would have the same opinions about most things, you know, and he would bring something up and, and sometimes I'd be like, this is not a big deal. Don't worry about it. I don't, that doesn't matter to me, you know, and then we'd move on. But I always, I just really appreciated him. Like, I guess it would just be attention to detail or like persistence for the, like, so, so for example, like, um, this is a great example. Okay. We can talk about this more with him tomorrow, but without me even really knowing I had at well, I had asked earlier, like I knew we were going to be in the studio and it just had a concrete floor. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I just don't think that that communicates like this kind of other worldly, like slightly sci-fi world that we're trying to uh-huh. make is to have like a concrete floor. It just like totally takes the air out of it for me. That's how I felt. And I was asking the production designer, is there any kind of like reflective material or just like something to like make the floor not concrete, just like something else. And, um, that I kind of sent them off to do some research on seeing what they could figure out. And we show up on the tech scout and we were going to talk through all of that. Um, cause there were options that were kind of floating. And what I didn't know is that Sav had been like talking with them, really, really pushing them to paint the floor black. Wow. Like paint this concrete floor black. And this was a um, studio that you were renting? This was a studio that we were renting. Yeah. 
Um, and so how would that <laughs> how would that work on and, a technical level? Well, there were different options, right? Like there was really expensive kind of like um, uh, material that probably wasn't going to work for our budget. There were like a couple cheaper options, whatever. But basically, and he can tell it. Maybe I don't. I don't want to get too far ahead because I don't know all the details exactly. But I do know that we painted the floor black. And that the studio was like, um, this will probably be good for us in the long run. It's like a black box. It's wow. Kind of like a. They were like, just cool with it. And we ended up doing it. And it was huge, man. I think it made a huge, huge difference. We did kind of like a matte black, like where we just painted, like, dude, I don't even know how many square feet, like a lot of square feet. And that's one of those things that I would have been like too. Yeah. Too nervous to ask. Nervous to ask. We're talking about like, you know, like a studio who's renting this thing out all the time. And you know what I mean? Like where it just feels like this is like maybe too much. And I'm not even going to broach the subject. Right. But for him, he was like, this is what we need. And I'm going to keep pushing for it. And it was kind of just like what, what probably would have been impossible if it was just me pushing for it. I just wouldn't have done it. You know, yeah, and I think just having that kind of like support and like persistence of like, no, we need this, and he's like the sweetest guy in the world. It's not like he's like pushing against, uh, you know, you know, whatever. He's not like being belligerent. He's by not being unreasonable. Yeah, unreasonable. Um, and at the same time, Dasha, who was with with Shelter, would just be like, <laughs> she's very funny, but it would just be like tell him just to like stop like we're not doing that like if it was some other thing that he would ask for i would ask for it she'd just be like no can't do it and it was always like what i know when she said no i knew that it was like they actually can't do it yeah because what was one of those things if you can remember um man well i'll say this i remember i remember at the beginning of the process when I was having it bid out by another friend in the States, um, he was like, what I don't want you to do, man. Cause I was like, listen, I want to take the, I'm going to, I have to get this bid out somewhere else. Cause it's just too expensive trying to do it with you. And he was like, totally understand, totally support you. He was like, the one thing I would just encourage you to do is not take this somewhere where they're just going to like say they can do it and then tell you no the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like say they can like pull this off but not actually be able to, I would hate that for you just creatively. And then I, I went to Kiev and it was like the exact opposite. I think it's just like the type of people that they are that, I mean, so many things that were like, seemed maybe like unreasonable or like a lot, they would be like, we're going to figure out how to do it Yeah, over and over again. So it's funny. Cause I, I, I think about that conversation that I had, beforehand and then I think about your question of like what did they say no to and I'm like dude I don't even know if I could identify one thing you yeah know maybe I mean? it was like, more subtle stuff like throughout just simple things but but not yeah nothing that that was like fundamentally changed the creative at all if anything right. it was just like yeah it just brought a lot of value to it anyway how big do you think your team was like on the day maybe not including I don't cast. know I don't know. I mean, oh, not including cast. That would be hard to say. Um, just crew. Yeah, just crew. It looked rather small. I say this. 
No, I wouldn't say small. Um, you say under 50, though, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say under 50. I, I think. Maybe yeah. under 40. I don't know. Sab would probably know the number, honestly. Um, it was like not. Yeah, it was. it was like, I think, yeah, reasonably. I think we we would definitely have twenty five like to forty. Like I don't know. I really don't know, dude. It's hard to say, especially if I'm not including cast, because we had like thirty people like milling around. That right is hard to really say who was who was who. But um, dude, we were never waiting. It wasn't a moment that I was waiting for anything all day. That's just so like we were cool. just ready. Yeah, had an amazing AD. Everybody did. Yeah, we only getting all this right now, but. Uh, yeah, maybe this is a good, let's a good primer for, for tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So tomorrow, uh, we're getting on bright and early with, uh, cause he's in London right now, right? Sabas. He's in, uh, Athens, Greece, oh, Greece. at the moment. Yeah. So talking to Jared's, uh, producer from the music video Muse, uh, if you guys aren't sick of hearing this, uh, stay tuned <laughs> for <laughs> yeah, tomorrow exactly. for, uh, <laughs> this will be it. We'll put it to bed tomorrow. Yeah. We'll do a full walk through full sort of deep dive into uh dancing and masks and women and hands <laughs> and wheelchairs <laughs> um <laughs> before we go let me throw one thing out here real quick i don't know if you saw this come in we got a few emails in reference to our uh uh episodes from yesterday this is from a guy named jack and hold he on, said, hold on. Where are you seeing these? I'm not getting these, these are on. These are on Good the Podcast email. It came in through the form on the site. I don't fucking see these. What? Oh, no, no, no. You know what? He looks like he did it. Huh. Maybe it just sends it to me. I don't know. I'll fix Maybe that. Maybe check that. Yeah, I will. Um, but so a guy named Jack, and he said the subject line says library access. And Ooh. the message says, yes, please. $100 is too much, but I get that it's special. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, dude. But th- that's what I'm saying. That was the whole point. It's like, that's fine. What's fine? That's fine. I agree that it's too much. But I'm also like, that's how much it would cost. <laughs> dude, I need to talk I, you to a more reasonable number. Because I'm not interested in it. I know you're not interested in it. And I'm not. it's not even a money thing. I think that's what... It's not a money pl- – it's not like a quick uh, money grab. Like it should be something that you want to do. But if you're going to do it, you should make it reasonable for people to, to access. Otherwise, you I'm, just shouldn't I don't think I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm probably just not going to do it. But here's, here's another one. This is very interesting. Uh, a guy named Christopher Sims. Uh, I won't give any information or anything. So. Uh, but he said visual reference folder. He said, hey, Jared. I just heard your podcast on visuals for treatments. Great references for building treatments. Uh, I have a folder with around 4,500 curated images. Um, A lot of them 
dot to dot. Oh, okay. And then he said, want to trade? So he has them somewhere. He sent me a link. And he says, would you like to trade? Which, that's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> I feel like I would need to get, like, a peek at it to know. That's what, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, give me, like, 60 seconds with it, and then I'll let you know. That would be my What's his name response. again? Uh, hang on. I don't know if I should give that over the. Well, his name is Christopher Sims. Um. Anyway, that's an interesting. I, I'm I'm down for like uh, creative. Um, swaps. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Um. But anyway. All right, I got to go watch Righteous Gemstones and then Euphoria. All right, dude. Um, it's good talking to you. Good catching See up. You oh, dude, you need to... Uh, I My recording studio is kind of done, so you need to come see that maybe tomorrow. Mm. It looks sick. Down. I, I got my third room. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, you know what we should do t- right now? <clears throat> On the pod, we should do... Rock, paper, scissors, whoever loses has to edit this. Oh, I'm already going to edit it. So Why? Because you're going to do tomorrow. That's true. I mean, but you don't have to assume that. Let's, I'll play. Let's, let's just do it. Two out of three, right? Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Right? Yeah, yeah. Rock, rock paper, scissors. Paper, scissors. <laughs> you got to do it quick. <laughs> you got to rock, rock, paper, scissors, There's a lag, dude. There's a lag. Okay. All right, Ready? Go. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Nice. One. Okay, All right, so one, one Jared. One. one. Yep. Brock Pierce. <laughs> There's a lag, guys. It's, this is very difficult. All right, go. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> I'm going at the same time as I you. I don't even know. I don't even know how we got it right the first time. Okay, go. Rock paper scissors shoot. Damn it. <laughs> okay, one and one. One and one. Brock Brock. Paper. Okay, I'm following. I'm following. I'm following you. You do it. You do it. Ready? One. Two, three, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, this is getting good. Rock, paper, hold on. One, two, three, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) That was the most emotive fuck I've ever heard. They did you Dude. like that bloopers reel I sent you today? That was so funny. <laughs> that poor guy. I actually don't mean that. I mean more like poor you. That guy was. <laughs> did you see me all, the second time he does it? Yeah, yeah. Pans and yeah, yeah. He was kind of standing like. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Send me your stupid file. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. This season of Good is sponsored by Good Treatments. Good Treatments is a highly curated shop of pre-made treatment designs for commercials, music videos, features, and branded content. We've all spent sleepless nights writing our treatments, only to have to start from scratch on the design. With Good Treatments, you have the look of a custom design without the cost or time. With drag and drop tools, you simply replace your images, copy and paste your text, and you're good to go. For our good listeners, we're giving away a coupon code for 20% off your next purchase. Simply use code GOOD20 at checkout. See all the treatment designs at goodtreatments.space.